Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman & Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thank you so much for joining me this week. All right, so my motivational quote today is actually by Anonymous, and it says, Beauty is being the best possible version of yourself inside and out. How many of us spend a ton of money on beauty supplies and still feel like we look washed out, worn out, or in my case, just plain tired? All the cosmetic lines out there for men and women claim their products will enhance our eyes, lips, and the look and feel of our skin. But how many of them really accomplish any of it? Is there a semi-permanent resource for us to feel alive and feel like we look attractive? Well, today my guest Gina Ferraro took the leap of faith and opened her own beauty spa called Beliza Lash and Beauty Spa. She has various options for, for folks who are looking to save time and money every morning while preparing to look our best. Gina Salon offers, and I'm going to make a list, and there's still so much more, but she offers facials, massages, lash extensions, waxing, threading, eyebrow tinting, and that's just to name a few. Gina is going to help us explore the various options so we can all choose the options that are best for us. Not only do I patronize Beliza Beauty Spa once per month, my favorite place to go. I am Gina and her team's biggest fan. I get more compliments as to how young I look even after turning 55 last month. And let's settle in and listen as Gina tells us how to look our best for the holidays as well as every day during the year. So Gina, thank you so much for being on. Thank you, Connie. Thank you for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. You know this is one of my favorite topics. Of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the, queen, the queen of beauty. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I appreciate that. I will thank you for that. All right, so my first question is, what inspired you to start this business? So, Connie, I, I've always been interested in the beauty field ever since I was a little girl, and I've always had dreams of opening up a beauty salon. Um, growing up, my father was an entrepreneur, he owned a restaurant, he owned a construction company, he, he was very successful and I was always inspired by business owners considering how much of a risk it is to open a business and, and really how much time and dedication you have to put into your business every single day to, to keep it running successfully. Yeah, it is, it's a lot of work, right? You and I talk about that all the time. It's seven of days course. a week, it never stops, mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah, and I'm and I'm glad you mentioned the risk because, you know, as business owners, we certainly don't get a paycheck every day. If business is not thriving, we feel the pinch on the on the back end. Um, so there's a lot of risk involved. Out of all of the businesses that you could have chosen, what made you pick the Lash and Beauty Spa as your option? So after graduating from cosmetology school, I, I then worked for a plastic surgeon doing skin care and medical assisting for, for three years. And um, after that, I worked at a lash bar in the area for two years, gaining experience in the salon industry. And, <clears throat> and during that time is when I attended a Nova Lash training course to get my certification in, in Nova Lash extensions, which is a very reputable company to get certified in for lash extensions. And I always knew that I wanted to open a salon, but I didn't have much much interest in it being a hair salon. 
I wanted to focus on the face and, and the eyelash extensions and eyebrows and, and more spa services such as facials, waxing, and spray tanning. Um, rather than it being your average hair salon, I wanted my business to stand out and be more of a specialty salon, offering services that are more unique um, rather than the rest of just doing hair and things like that. Yeah, and I have to just comment, your salon is absolutely um, beautifully decorated. You have just oh, wonderful taste. You. It really is, Gina. When you walk in, um, anybody, I highly recommend trying Gina's salon. You walk in, and it really is a transforming experience. Um, everybody there, your whole team, they we giggle while I'm there. It's just a light and wonderful feeling uh, place to be as well. So to me, that makes the business from you know your business from a customer service standpoint um, really a nice experience uh, to be part of now at what okay. point because you know you've worked for these other companies and just share with everyone also I didn't have this in my questions but I, I do think it's pertinent for folks to know how old are you I'm 26 yes she's yeah, a young lady a, Beaut a beautiful yeah. a beautiful young lady Gina right oh, thank uh, you. Thank uh, you. now at what point in you know your your brief career right at what point did you finally decide to pull the trigger and really jump in and open the business uh, well during the time that I worked at the lash bar I, I absolutely loved what I was doing but I was not completely happy where I was working and I knew I didn't see myself there for much longer so after two years of working there is when I really decided to pull the trigger and proceed in opening the business. It was my dream and I said I just have to go for it and I, I, this is something I need to do. What were the steps, because I have to be honest, there's a ton of people out there that are listening that perhaps have a business on the side or they're thinking about leaving a full-time job to jump in and open a business. You didn't just quit one day and open your business the next, right? I, I was there for the transformation. Can you share some of the steps you actually took before opening your doors at the salon? Uh, so from there is even, um, you know, I just started to advertise myself and, and build um, a Facebook and an Instagram of my work and really got the word out there by speaking with friends and family and, and just really showing my clients that I built of, you know, how I can transform their eyes and, and their face and, and really make them happy with, with my work. And, and it took, you know, it took time to build up a clientele, but I really worked very hard to keep a good clientele, and make all my clients happy. After leaving the one eyelash salon that you had worked with, how long before you actually opened your doors at Belize? Um, it was about a year after that. Yeah. A year after. So it really took a year of planning and, and getting organized. Yes, and developing that following, correct? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you knew you had an income coming in before you opened your doors and spent the money on the renovations and all of that? Yes, yes. I definitely um, worked hard and, and, you know, got all of my finances in order to prepare um, so that I was financially ready to begin the process. 
Okay, I hope everyone who's thinking about opening a business heard that. She was financially prepared. This was not a whim. This was well thought out. Not only did she have the skill to do the services that she provides at the salon, but she had the financial prowess to make sure that she was able to pay bills both at the salon and your personal bills, right? Your car payments, all those exactly. things. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you, it, mandatory, folks listening. You don't just say one day I'm quitting and starting a business. Um, do it on the side, which is kind of what you did. Built that following. Do the advertising before. Uh, make sure you're financially set, and then you pull the trigger. So I just wanted that to be clear, Gina, because it, this isn't, you know, people, oh, she's 26 and she's successful. I want to I wanna open my own business. It wasn't just flip the switch, let's do this. There was a lot of planning, exactly. both, both skill development as well as financial uh, security before pulling the trigger. So I just I wanted to highlight that. Definitely. As a business owner, making that decision and then actually going forth and finding the location, all that, what do you think was the most challenging part for you? So throughout the whole process of opening my business, I, I found many parts uh, challenging, emotionally, physically, and, and financially challenging at times, um, between coming up with a strong business plan to making sure I was financially ready to begin the process, um, to finding the right location, renovating the entire salon, uh, getting all the right permits and license. Um, I was constantly speaking to accountants and the township, contractors, landlords, lawyers, insurance agencies, and so forth. I, I was, you know, it was a lot of um, stress and a lot of dedication. And really just um, another challenging part was just making extremely wise and critical decisions that were going to determine the success in the salon, uh, hiring the right employees, um, overall just staying organized um, as organized as possible throughout the process was definitely challenging at times. Um, I will say my stress levels were a little bit higher than normal, but many parts were challenging, but it all, come, it all came together in the end. And you worked full-time while all of this was going on? Yes, I worked uh, six days a week as, at the same time as planning the business. Yeah, so you were truly doing double duty, and I'll just share, there was many times that uh, Gina was working on my lashes, I have lash extensions, and I've had them for about two and a half years now, Gina, I think, it's about two and a half years, yeah. um, long time, and um, she would get a call, and she'd tell me, oh, it's the um, the zone inspector or whatever, the, the inspector for the salon, and I would say, no, take it, you have to take it. As a business owner, I certainly understood um, that when they call, you need to respond, and you need to be there, and Available. So you certainly want to make sure also, I think if I'm hearing you correctly, due to the emotional, financial, mental, and physical stress, the time stress as well of being in two places at once, we need to have support mechanisms in place, people, etc., so that when we have to continue to work to pay bills, right, to earn the income, but then you also exactly. need a support team to help be at these places when you are working for someone to go and be there for the inspector, etc. So a lot of moving parts, correct? Exactly, yep. You have to just try to manage everything and, and stay organized, definitely. Yeah, organized. You've said that several times, and I think that's a very big word uh, for business owners is you can't go in haphazardly. The organization is a critical piece. Have Now, been, you've been in business almost a full year, right? January is going to be a yep. year. 
Okay. January 12th will be one year, yes. C congrats on your, your first Thank year you. anniversary, and the business grows every day. I know I'm there. I see it. I, yes. Thank any regrets going through all of that stress of, you know, a year ago, well, really two years ago, any regrets? Um, absolutely not. I, every day I come to work and I am very happy driving to work. I, I love what I do and I, I really wouldn't change it for the world. I'm very happy with my employees and uh, my business and really everything. It, it's just a pleasure to come to work every day and, and it's nice to see the clients happy and it's really, it's, I really have no regrets towards it. Has there been has there been a point in your life where you went to work every day and didn't love what you did, or loved what you yes. did but not not where you worked? Maybe that's a better phrase. Yes, definitely. Um, a previous salon that I worked at, I loved what I was doing. I loved my clients. I just didn't uh, love where I was at and where I was working. But so I knew, I just knew that I saw myself being a business owner and opening the business that I loved. It's something that I, I just always love to do. You know, I have so many guests that we talk about, um, you know, opening businesses. We talk about leadership, coaching, all business stuff, right? But the bottom line is if you love what you do, you don't mind working the six or seven days because it's truly not work. It's, it's almost fun to go to work, which I think those that don't love their jobs right now, which you didn't. There was a time where you didn't love your job. You love what you did, but you didn't love the place where you were. You felt there was more. Um, I think a lot of people, I think I heard a statistic, Gina, that 70% of Americans dislike their job or dislike where they work, where they have to go every day. And that, to me, is a staggering and kind of sad statistic. Exactly. I totally agree. And you see it you see it very often that people are just dragging to work every day and it's it's really like they're dragging their feet and, and they don't want to be there or they're not happy um, because they're not doing something they really love to do. Yeah. And it's it's sad, but sometimes we just get wrapped up in, into our job and we might not be happy but we settle. So it's important for us just to really follow your dreams and go for what you love to do. Yeah, couldn't have said that better, my friends. Absolutely agree 100%. Truly, if you love what you do, it isn't work. So, you know, everybody laughs. I work seven days a week, and they go, oh, and I go, well, I shouldn't. I'm going to stop saying that. I I do things for the business seven days a week, but to me, it's not work because, like, if I'm writing a report, if I'm creating something, I love it. I love doing these shows. I love it. And I, I always say I hope people feel my energy because if, if you love what you do, it just it makes it so easy to show up every day. Exactly. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So I, you're, you're an inspiration, Gina. All right. Let's oh, take... You. You're, you're so adorable. Let's take a really quick break. And then we want, when we come back, I want to jump into the actual services and products, et cetera, that you offer and what differentiates you from the other lash uh, salons out there. And you've, you've given me a great education, and I now teach everybody that's considering doing these enhancements, um, you know, what to be aware of and what to look for. So I do want to discuss the differences that people or the things that people should be aware of so that they don't damage their lashes or their skin, etc. Okay, so let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about that. 
A speaker has little value to an audience unless you, the listener, is motivated and empowered to change. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates is a renowned speaker and is an architect of change. Consultations, training, seminars, and speaking engagements are the venues where she affects change. Whether your responsibilities include customer service, sales, marketing, training, executive management, or ownership, and you are seeking change in your organization, then you need to hire Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Connie doesn't just fill your ears with rhetoric. She speaks to the heart and success of your business. So next time you need to hire a speaker, don't hire someone that just talks. Hire an architect of change, Connie Whitman. Just ask for Connie by calling 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Okay, we are back. We are speaking with Gina Ferraro, and we're talking about her business, which is called Beliza Lash and Beauty Spa. Did I say that right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm using the right terminology. Uh, and Gina has been in business for just over a year, and we have discounts for you guys later that Gina will share. In the meantime, Gina, please share with us how your salon is different from the other lash salons out there, because there's hype now. It's on Groupon. It's everywhere to get these lash extensions. Yes, definitely. So the lash extensions that we offer at Beliza, they're not your old-fashioned type of strip lashes um, that are typically bought in stores. <clears throat> and many salons out there are doing lash extensions that are not the correct way. And it's sad because clients are leaving those salons and they don't realize that they're damaging or unhealthy um, for the natural eyelashes. And clients um, are coming to us sometimes after and we see the work done from another salon and Many salons out there are applying clusters extensions. And what that is, it's, it's three to four heavy extensions attached to the natural lashes, which causes damage and even pain to a client's eyes. And many people will ask me, why do they do that if it's damaging? And I feel that one reason is because many salons are not trained properly on the extensions. It's a very tedious procedure, and really everyone doing it should be licensed and certified. Um, another reason why I feel salons do the incorrect way um, is because they're taking the easy way out by attaching the cluster extensions because it's a lot faster than applying the ones we do, which are single-stranded lashes. It's, it's the type that we do, the single-stranded lashes, it's more of a tedious and intricate way of doing it. Um, we, we're applying one lash extension to one natural lash. So it's extremely natural looking and it imitates real eyelashes and your natural lashes can grow and shed right along um, with the extension. So it's a very um, intricate way of applying them. We use tweezers and a medical grade adhesive. So we're really focusing on each person's eyes um, and their eye shapes compared to other salons which sometimes you go in and they just kind of throw on some clusters and send you off on your way out. I, and I just want to comment. I have a friend who I, of course, referred to Gina. And when she went to Gina, um, her lashes were so damaged because the, she had been going to this other place for several months. And even though they looked good, they were actually destroying her own lashes. So when Gina came and, and my friend came to Gina, she said, listen, I'm going to put less lashes on. It's not going to look as great initially. We have to get your lashes healthy again. And there's a serum you can put on to do that. And now my friend has been coming to you for over a year. And we laugh all the time. 
she's like, look how good my lashes look. And it's really true what the remarkable difference is of someone who had done it poorly. And now that, uh, you know, again, she uses Gina because of the, um, the, the, the intricacy and the time it takes to actually do it correctly. So please, everybody, I do want you to beware because not only does it damage your lashes, people have had reactions, right, because of the glue and exactly. the way it's put on. Yeah. Yep. You can, if they're applied incorrectly, um, they can definitely cause damage, but even pain, they can cause pain, they can cause swelling. So that's why it's so important for the technician doing them to be licensed and certified and really have experience in the, in the field of doing them um, because you don't want to leave thinking, well, it looks okay, but then you find out that it's actually causing damage. And, and everybody, you should be asking these questions. That's why I'm asking Gina these questions so that you're well-versed to go in. Whenever you're having anything done to your face or your skin or near your face and skin, especially your eyes, you want to be hyper-vigilant not to use anything that could potentially be damaging. So ask these questions. Are you certified? Who are you certified with? How long have you been applying? What kind of adhesive? It should be a medical grade adhesive. They should be individual lashes, not clusters of lashes. So there's so much that goes into this. Isn't this such an interesting education? I have a, I have a silly question. I'm not sure, but, and there's different lengths. So you could go from very short to very long lashes as well to, to be more dramatic. Exactly. Yep. There's many different lengths and thicknesses. Um, we even have colored lashes that make your, your natural eye color stand out. Um, so there is definitely, we, we focus on what you have naturally and we build upon it depending if you want more of a natural look or more dramatic look. Um, the lashes can be changed for any person. And it's funny, Gina, because I, I tease that I'm, I'm her number one addict. I have purple on the ends of my lashes because it enhances my brown eyes. It gives me a little twinkle. And, of course, I have the longest lashes. And my lashes are curly like my hair. So my lashes that Gina is able to put on, again, because the way my lashes specifically curl, um, they really look, they look beautiful. And most people think I have mascara on and they say, oh, do you have purple mascara on? And I go, oh, I don't have mascara on. And their mouths just drop and they go, you have the best lashes. And then I tease them, I go, they're extensions. And, and then, oh, where do you go? And all of that. So it ensues this, you know, these wonderful, uh, conversations. My, here was my silly question. I, I didn't ask it, but I want to ask it now. Do gentlemen have lash extensions, even very short ones put on? Um, believe it or not, yes, we do have a few nail clients that come in, um, and more. some of them just do it for thickness. Um, other men, if they don't really have many lashes, they just want to create them a little thicker, yes, it, it's, it's done men and women. And um, same thing, they can choose a length that they like, and uh, it could be more of a natural look or more dramatic, depending on what the, the male desires. Yeah, I just want it because the guys are listening and going, really? Let me tell you, if you have short or non-existing lashes, but they're there, again, little enhancements. And it's, I, I just want to share a funny story, uh, Gina. I had to travel uh, to Florida in September, and I had one of my partners, she, we roomed together in the hotel. And so I was busting her chops and saying, okay, if you want to live to see another day, you tell no one what I look like without makeup, you know, joking around. And so the next morning, you know, of course, we, we washed up for bed. And the next morning, 
um, woke up and we were chatting before you know we each took turns in the shower, and she said to me, and by the way, you look exactly the same without makeup, which was a very lovely compliment. I think she was you know lying, but she said those lashes make a difference. And when we got back from our trip, she did go to Gina's to get the lashes because she couldn't believe how I woke up and I didn't look like death. So I highly recommend them. So that's just a real true story. And my friend uh, went to Gina as well to get her lashes done. Now, what other services, again, for male and female, do you offer at the salon? Because you do offer a beautiful range. Thank you. Yes, we do um, eyebrow and facial threading. We do uh, waxing, full body waxing, eyebrow and lash tinting. We do a variety of facials, including an ultra peel microdermabrasion, acne facials, purifying facials, anti-aging facials, um, as well as chemical peels. We do spray tanning and also henna tattoos as well. Yeah, the henna tattoos are, are uh, fun. They're absolutely fun. So, again, guys, uh, you know, facials are not just for women, correct, Gina? Nope, facials are for men and women and children too. Some uh, teenagers are great for teenagers that are, you know, having developing acne and things like that. Um, facials are great for all ages and for men and women. Yeah, and the uh, waxing, again, men, I know you guys uh, sometimes will do your backs and, and stuff like that. So it really is uh, for guys and gals, that's for sure. Now, what age range do you typically see the folks who do get the lash extensions? Is there young, old, middle age? Um, so with the... With the lash extensions, the ages range from our youngest. Our youngest client is was is actually the age of twelve, and our oldest client is ninety. Believe it or not, so wow. we're seeing we're seeing men and women from twelve years old to ninety. Um, so it's wow. really it's really for all ages. We see, um, you know, in women in their seventies, and it's it's not because they want to look very dramatic and glamorous. It's more of that they just want to fill out their lashes throughout. You know, the aging process, they've lost a few lashes or their lashes are thinning. So they just want some fullness. So it's, it's really great for any age. The 12-year-old, I'm, I'm, I, I have to tell you, I'm taken back by that age. Why would a 12-year-old need lash extensions? Curious. I agree. I think a 12-year-old usually has, um, mostly, most 12-year-olds do have full lashes. I think that she was seeing it a lot in uh, magazines and on, on Facebook, and, and she came in with her mother, and she wanted it for school, and um, she, I think she wanted to show all of her friends. And the mother was very happy because it still looked very natural on a 12-year-old, and it wasn't the look of a 12-year-old coming in to school with a strip of lashes. It just imitated real eyelashes. So the mother was very pleased as well. And I just, again, I want to go back to the safety of the lashes and the reason that when you do get the lash extensions, you need to keep your eyes closed. Can you explain the importance of that as well? Yes. Yeah, so it is important for during the process for the eyes to be closed because we are using a strong medical-grade adhesive glue um, that's safe for the eyes, but it is important for the natural, natural eyes to just be closed during the procedure just so no fumes um, get in. And that's really the reason for keeping them closed and so that the eyes are, are uh, steady for us to apply. 
So tell everybody the different sizes that you could get. Again, I just want them to be educated when they go in if they choose this, especially the holidays are coming up, just to have maybe a little more dramatic appeal for when they go out and, and um, for men as well. The, um, the you know how there's different sizes the point two the point two five just educate them on what they should be asking for. So what um, how when you come in we have a little consultation. So we once you're laying down we we look at your natural lashes, and we go by the type of look you desire. If you want more of a dramatic look or a more natural look, and from there. We explain the different type of curl. If you want your lashes to curl up a lot or you just want a slight curl, um, the more curl, the more dramatic it is. And from there, we discuss length. If you want a lot longer than what you have or just slightly longer than your natural lashes. Um, so we'll ask you a variety of questions. And from there is how we choose the length and the thickness. Um, there are different thicknesses of the lash extensions. They start at um, 0.07, going into 0.15, 0.18, 0.20, and going higher up is, is giving you a thicker look. So depending on what you have naturally and what your natural lashes can hold, we kind of decide together on the thickness, the length, um, and the, the type of curl as well. Yes, and and the rule of thumb uh, you you had told me is that 0.20 really don't want to go higher for a long period of time because it becomes too heavy on the natural lash. Correct? Exactly. So 0.18 to 0.20 are a very good diameter of a lash. Uh, 0.25 is. A little bit heavier, so unless you have very strong natural lashes, most people can hold them if they have strong natural lashes. If a client comes in with very uh, brittle natural lashes, we won't do a 0.25 because that is exceeding the weight that the natural lash can hold. So, yeah. um, and it's, you know, the client, it's hard for the client to see that because they don't see if their lashes are brittle. Some of them don't, some of them do. So we're, we're kind of the judge of that and we look at your natural lashes and we go over it together. It is, and it is very scientific, guys. Um, this isn't, again, I'm, I hope we're educating you if, if this is something you're choosing or thinking to do. Um, again, I, I asked Gina to be on, number one, because she's a young entrepreneur, and I just wanted people to understand that it takes a lot of thinking and, and organizing and preparing before opening a business. So that was, especially she has a brick and mortar because she has the actual salon space. So there's a big cost involved in that, plus the supplies, etc. And the second part of it is that I have so many friends who have been going for lash extensions and facials and other um, product or services that these salons offer and they have reactions or uh, their lashes get damaged like my one friend. So I thought I really, with the holiday season coming I, uh, coming, I wanted Gina to come on and educate us so that you go in arms with questions to ask and a little bit of knowledge because it's not worth damaging your eyes, certainly from the seeing aspect, but it's not worth damaging your lashes. Uh, the other thing I wanted to comment on is when Gina starts the process, and think about this if you don't live, you know, in Monmouth County in New Jersey or, or in a drivable distance, um, what we did the first time is Gina started with a much shorter lash um, to see how I would do with them and if they were comfortable and all of those things. And then 
over time, not only did we increase the length, but we increased the number of uh, lashes per eye. So that was really nice for me as well because we experimented before going to the length I have now and the abundance I have for, on each lash. Uh, because you might feel like Minnie Mouse if you go from nothing to these very long lashes. So just be mindful of that. And I really appreciate that Gina did that for me because, again, I felt it protected my lashes. We're actually out of time, Gina, but I want you to tell everybody about the discount you're offering if they mention Architect of Change. Yes, thank you, Connie. So we're we're doing a promotion um, for anyone who mentions that you will receive 50% off first time set of eyelash extensions for new clients. Um, as long as you mention the promotion, and you'll also receive a complimentary eyebrow threading with that as well. <coughs> Which I also highly uh, recommend if anyone has to pluck men and women, by the way, do this. Um, one of my son's friends actually waxes his eyebrows because he it, it, they grow so quickly. So um, I have the same problem. So again, the threading just lasts a little bit longer and it's not painful. I know everybody thinks, Gina, it's painful. It's not. So I love that you're offering the complimentary because I really think that's such a valuable grooming service that you do offer and it, again it, it doesn't hurt so um, thank you for that I appreciate it so again guys if you if you call Gina uh, or her team please use architect of change and you get that 50% discount first time um, for lash extensions and then the complimentary eyebrow uh, threading so if you would like to get in touch with Gina I'm going to give you two things her phone number which is 732 area code 508 6375 or visit her um, website at www.belikeboy or Beliza Lash Beauty Spa.com. So B Lash Beauty Spa.com. And don't worry, I will post that on the Architect of Change website so you guys literally can click and go. And I will also post the phone number if you'd like to call and make a, um, a reservation and uh, appointment. And again, don't forget to mention Architect of Change so you get that uh, first time discount. Gina, thank you so much for being Thank you just so much, Tommy. Gina, fabulous job, so informational, and I really hope that we have taught people, especially with the holiday season upon us, that we do these, you know, lovely enhancements, even if it's just that one or two times a year or for a wedding um, and what have you, but I hope we've provided some information so they don't damage their eyes, lashes, or again, um, the facials you use, top quality product lines um, to remedy or not cause any uh, damage to the skin. So again, high quality stuff does make a difference, guys. So please uh, check out uh, Gina's website to see all the things that she offers. Also, don't forget, send me your stories about change or if you have an inspirational story like Gina, um, you maybe you'll be a guest on the show. So reach out to me at my email address at Connie at WhitmanAssos.com. I do respond personally and I would love to hear stories because if you've come up with a solution to something, you never know. It might help someone else. Uh, Gina, thank you again for being on. Everyone. Thank you very much.
Connie. My pleasure. Everyone, I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves so we all embrace change and realize that it's so possible and easy to accomplish. Um, thank you all for joining me. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on, on webtalkradio.net. Thank you so much. Have an ins inspired week, everyone. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can't.